Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf, the simulcast, I guess we'll call it now because it actually worked yesterday. Shockingly, it worked. I even learned how to watch. I learned how to turn my logo on and off. So yeah, great to be here. Going to have a quick little discussion on the leaders, Ryan Moore and Jordan Smith, and a little bit into the Hank Haney thing. So let's run this ridiculous little start thing and we'll get on into it. Here we go. Let's see, there it is. Oops, there. I'm still getting used to it, folks. We're getting there. We're getting there. Hey, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf, the podcast, videocast, the whole thing, live on Facebook right now, and then we'll throw this up on YouTube and we'll get the podcast out. But thank you for joining me. Yesterday's, uh, yesterday's, I don't, can I, what do I call it? A, a simulcast? Yesterday's, it was easier when it was just a podcast. But yesterday's show, there you go. Yesterday's show was about Jordan Spieth. And how did he do today? He did, he did okay. We're gonna jump into that. I appreciate him making me look, uh, look, look good, right? He looked good, I look good, everything's good. But I wanted to jump into the Hank Haney thing a little bit. Um, as, as many of you know, I, Aaron, I'm, I'm about uh, research and getting better at golf as quickly as you possibly can. And one of the quickest ways to do that is modeling other really good swings. And so, if you'll remember in a previous podcast, actually, we did a, a review of some really good golf swings. And uh, Brooke Henderson was one of them. There is so many, and I'm going to say this, we're going to listen to a little, um, I, I love um, Jerry Foltz. He's on the LPGA. He's had the opportunity to go elsewhere, but he stays with the LPGA uh, because he enjoys it so much. And he has a great passion for ladies golf. But before we listen to this, actually, you know what, let's go ahead and listen to it right now. And then we'll come back and and talk a little bit about uh, about ladies golf just for a second. Uh, I think that this is important. So let's run this. Actually, I, I don't really know how that went, folks. I don't know for sure if you, if you even heard that. I haven't really tested this out on this. But essentially, um, they had uh, Jerry Foltz on the show talking about the comments that, that Hank Haney made yesterday on his show. And his, his uh, comments were um, racist, for sure. Michelle Wee kind of came out and said they were definitely racist. She felt that way as a Korean-American. Um, the comment essentially was, hey, you know, who's going to win the, essentially he blew off the U.S. Open for the women, the women's U.S. Open, as not something that really matters, which is um, not true, obviously. 
And, uh, and then he went on to say, you know, probably a Korean's going to win it. He made some joke about the last name Lee and uh, his little sidekick, Steve Johnson, jumped in on it. Who, I mean, Steve Johnson, bless his heart. I mean, I guess, I guess when Hank Haney signing your paycheck, you'll do, you'll say just about anything to support your boss, I guess. I don't know. But the whole thing was pretty disgusting and gross. And, uh, and to, it, it's just too bad that it happened. Jerry Foltz, I love. I think he's a, a great person and a impressive person. And I, I really appreciated him coming up. He came right out and said, look, I'm a friend of Hank Haney. I've, I've known him for 36 years, I think he said. He's, um, he's never really been this way when I've been around, or I would have called him on it long before now. But um, not impressed. He wasn't impressed with it at all. And uh, you can't, can't really blame him, right? You can't really blame him at all. Um, so then I guess the conversation then becomes, what do you do about it? And I think a lot of people have talked out loud with Hank Haney, uh, have made it very clear that they're unhappy with him. But just for me personally, and somebody who researches golf, loves golf, loves to look at golf swings, all kinds of golf swings. I look at them all the time. I analyze them. Um, there's just, it's such a cool motion hitting a golf ball because it's so, hitting a golf ball can be such an unnatural movement. And we see a lot of those really bad golf swings out there. But hitting a golf swing, but, but the proper golf swing, one that's, you know, it, the propelling motion is beautiful. I mean, it is the timing. So some of these um, tour players, obviously, men on the PGA Tour are so much stronger and more athletic than women, just genetically speaking, that they get away with a lot more. And so you get a lot, you get a lot more unorthodox golf swings on the PGA Tour because speed makes up for a lot of inconsistencies. And you see some craziness out there, right? That Wolf Kids golf swing, for example. Um, Dustin Johnson in his, his, his weirdness at the top of his backswing. Um, they can get away with stuff like that because there's so much catch-up speed in their golf swings. On the LPGA Tour, you will find some of the most sound, beautiful, perfect-tempoed, gorgeous golf swings out there and and honestly for amateurs like us i'm 52 years old amateurs like us who have lost a few miles per hour in their golf swing the more sound we can be and the more simple we can make our golf swing um, the better we're going to play and the better we're going to perform and i think no place shows that better than the lpga tour period so if you want a better golf swing, if you want to understand tempo, if you want to understand how good technique gets the most out of that motion, the LPGA is where to go. I mean, it's brilliant. And some of these golf swings are absolutely technically perfect. And I'm, I'm afraid that some of the South Koreans have worked so hard on developing their motion that it's very hard to find anything wrong with their golf swings, even when you go, um, you know, motion to motion and throw all the lines and everything on there. They're still perfect. 
it's quite it's quite amazing. So definitely take some time. The U.S. Opens this week. Take some time to watch some of their golf swings because they're amazing. In fact, we will definitely whoever wins the U.S. Open uh, for the for the women, we're going to break down their golf swing because chance it's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot that we can learn from uh, for sure. So hopefully. Uh, you'll get a chance to do that. So what I wanted to do really quickly is jump into the leaders at the uh, Memorial Tournament and kind of look at their stats really quickly, especially because we were just talking about Jordan Spieth, and he obviously is one stroke behind the leader, Ryan Moore. So I wanted to definitely talk about that. Uh, one, to feel, you know, super good about myself, but two, to kind of really see how he's performing. Ryan Moore is obviously somebody who's been on the Ryder Cup. He's a UNLV grad. Running Rebels, go Rebels, as is Adam Scott. I am a UNLV grad as well. Um, I did not know them. They do not know me. Um, I am considerably older. But I prepared a way, prepared the way for them, not on the golf team, but in the hallowed halls of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. But anyway, so let's. I'm going to bring up the screen real quick, and we'll talk a little bit about his scorecard. So Ryan Moore's scorecard, if I can remember how to do that, boom. Boom, there we are. And I need to get myself off of here so we can see the full screen. There we go. I'm getting better, folks. Okay, Ryan Moore, and that cursor doesn't work up there. I'm looking at the screen up above. So I will look down at this screen, and hopefully you can see what I'm looking at. So Ryan Moore here, the Memorial Tournament, going to bring up his scorecard here. We can see this. I mean, no bogeys on the card, folks, for a cool 65. And can I zoom in even? Can we zoom in? Oh, dear. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yikes. I was showing bandwidth statistics. I don't think I wanted to do that. Can I, can I do this? Oh, there. Can you see that better? Hopefully. Okay. So four birdies in a row, holes four through seven, a 31 on the front out and a 34 in on the back for a 65 minus seven. Really amazing stuff. You can see seven, seven birdies, no bogeys on the card, but I wanted to get down to the strokes gain area and kind of see um, what we're what we're looking at here. This this is impressive, and I don't know if Ryan Moore can keep this up the entire time because this is extraordinary. You'll see there, his uh, strokes gain off the tee, really nothing, essentially average, 0.198 strokes off the tee. So nothing off the tee was really that beneficial. But you look here, his approach to the green, he picked up three and a half strokes on the field, and if you jump down and look at his driving accuracy. 93%, he hit 13 out of 14. And if you remember our benchmark here is 50, you know, 45 to 50%. That's it, right? So he killed it here. Really impressive. Driving distance, look at that, 266 yards. That put him at 105th in the field. So not, uh, not impressive, right? Way back there, but from the fairway, he hit 93% of his greens, and that was a big deal, right? So strokes, strokes gain, you've got his putting there. He picked up three strokes on the field. Around the green, he didn't need much around the green, right? He was only, he only missed the green one time, so he didn't need a lot of strokes gain there. He didn't have many opportunities to gain strokes there. But stroke gain putting, three strokes. So strokes gain, strokes gain T to green, he picked up four and a half strokes, and then you throw in his three strokes from putting, that gives you his seven and a half strokes on the field, which put him in first place. Tied second on driving accuracy, 
right? And then greens and regulation, you can, um, greens and regulation there, you can see as well, um, really uh, uh, 77, 78%, 14 out of 15. So pretty cool there, obviously struggled off the, um, struggled off, probably off the par threes a little bit, but and, and averaged one and a half um, putts per green, but puts him into first place. I'm definitely going to see, I don't know if he can keep this 93%, 13 out of 15 up, um, but that will be interesting to watch. So let's jump to Jordan Spieth real quick, just because we were talking about him. So here's Jordan Spieth, not as clean a card. He definitely, he had one bogey there on number eight, but he canceled that out nicely with this uh, eagle on his back nine, number five. So a nice little eagle there. So we can see here he had five birdies, he had one eagle, one bogey. But let's look at his card here. This is this is where it gets interesting, and we are talking a little, little bit about this. Jordan Spieth, when he dominated the field in 2015 and 2017, he really he had to average 60% or higher off the tee. His driving accuracy today, 86%. For Jordan Spieth, that's huge. We know that his putter is good. We know that his putter is as good as it's ever been. But so let's take a look at that then. So strokes gain off the tee. He didn't really gain a whole lot. But essentially one stroke on the field. which but, but off the tee, that's pretty good and especially good for Jordan. He finished at 25th. And we, you know, he was somewhere around the 50-60 mark. When, uh, 75th, excuse me, off the uh, strokes gain off the tee. He was around around 75th. Um, his driving accuracy, he finished 75th, and he's close to 75th this year, but today he was tied 7 for his driving accuracy, T7 right there. So well above his, his averages and what we'd expect out of him. So strokes gain around the green. We know that he's awesome up and down from around the green. He picked up almost three strokes there. Um, strokes gain putting, three strokes there. Strokes gained three, strokes gained T to green. Excuse me, man, having a hard time. You, you take the one stroke there and you throw in his uh, around the green, and he, there you've got your 3.6. Uh, approaches to the green I thought was interesting because he hit so many fairways. He used to be pretty strong strokes approach to the green, but still only averaged less than at the average on the field, finishing 66th. What that means to me is if Jordan figures out his, his approach game, he's going to be, and he continues this, this amazing, um, I mean, that new shaft worked out pretty well for him, right? He averaged 285 yards off the tee. Uh, sand saves, he was up and down two out of three times. Scrambling, 87.5%. We talked that he's always been strong there. T4, scrambling around the green. Putts per green, same as Ryan Moore, 1.1.5. Greens and regulation, this is what I thought was very interesting. 55%. We know that Jordan... When he's in his heyday, he hits 60% of his greens on average. So still below that, even though his driving accuracy came up. So it literally is this approach to the green is where his weakness is right now. It'll be interesting to see what he does to figure it out. He seems like he's figured out his driver. Um, he's hitting it about the same distance as he always has, what he, what he averaged. Um, but he's averaging much higher off the tee as far as accuracy goes. So he played really well. His putter was again hot. We know that it's as good. So pretty interesting to see if Jordan Spieth keeps this up. Definitely keep an eye on it. But trending in the right direction, like we said, he looks pretty good. 
Um, this is going to be a fun week. The course, I don't know if you watched any of it today, but the, the course is unbelievable. The course is so perfect right now. I was amazed. What a gorgeous venue, Mirfield Village. I mean, it's in perfect condition. You never know this early in the season, but man, right? Especially in Ohio, not it's gorgeous. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous today. So really a cool day. I am so sorry to hear about Hank Haney. I hope that you'll watch a little bit of LPGA. Please pay attention to their tempo and please pay attention to um, how on plane their swings are. They get every last little ounce of their swing speeds, right? And that's that's the smash, the smash fa factor at 50. They, they probably do it more consistently than, well, not probably more consistently than the PGA Tour because they just swing so much faster, and that's definitely a part of smash factor. But definitely take a look and watch the LPGA as we watch a Memorial Tournament as well. Um, really cool. We got a great week of golf coming ahead. Um, we are going to be looking. I showed a friend uh, some of the screenshots of the uh, app and had a, few, a conversation with him, and I appreciate it. Greg, thank you for taking the time talking through the, the app with me. We want to get this thing done. I had to add something to it so to make sure that we're um, hitting our approach shots from the right place. Otherwise, the benchmarks don't make a whole lot of sense. But the app is coming. It's coming along. I think it's going to be a great help to all of us, including myself. I'm excited to use it. Uh, so we are always working on those parts of a game that are the weakest and getting better. It's all about getting better. Again, Aaron Stewart, thank you for joining me today on the simulcast, videocast, podcast. It will be on the blog eventually, live right now on Facebook. But thank you for joining us. Until next time, better data always means better golf. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks.